Hello, and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I'm Ashley. And we're back with another entry in our 31 Days of Halloween series, where every day in October, we discuss a movie that falls into the horror or suspense or thriller or mystery genre. Uh, Today is a Hammer film from 1964. Ashley's going to tell us about it. Yes, this movie is called Evil of Frankenstein, and it is, I believe, the third in the Frankenstein series that Hammer did, uh, the first being Curse of Frankenstein. And they all star uh, Peter Cushing as uh, the mad scientist Dr. Frankenstein. And in this one, he, he's been in exile from his home ever since the events of the first movie, and he goes back to his chateau, in his hometown to to uh he's hoping to sell some of his furniture and some of his artwork so that he can have more money to continue his experiments and you know try to you know well he's also on the run raise yeah try to raise uh, a living from the dead but yeah he's also on the run um a series of events occurs and he actually finds his original creature frozen in the ice and so the rest of the movie is about him trying once again to raise a living being from a dead being. And, um, yeah, and mayhem ensues. Yeah. What, what did you think? So this is not the first Hammer movie we've talked about in our 31 Days of Halloween series. I know we did at least one or two last year. And mm-hmm. maybe in our first year we did this in 2018. I can't remember. But... You know, Hammer always has a really cool kind of look to it, sort of a neat aesthetic, you know, yeah. very colorful, neat cinematography, nice, you know, production design. Um, you, you can almost always tell a Hammer film. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they made movies for decades. Uh, and this is, falls right into that category. There's lots of neat model work here. Uh, I mean, so there's a scene where he's, you know, on horseback and he's, um, and they're coming up through this forest and, you know, sort of in the distance there, you can see his, his old castle. Mm-hmm. It, in one hand, it's obviously a model, right. but on the other hand, it works, you know, it, it, it kind of has a neat look to it, you know, and there's lots of different scenes in here where things look a little not real, but yet they also still work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of like that. And that's, that's sort of something that hammer usually does well. Um, that being said, I think, I know something you and I have talked about privately, and I think probably on our podcasts before about Hammer movies, is I really enjoy Hammer movies in the background. Mm -hmm. You know, so if it's, you know, Halloween night and we're wanting to throw on a movie, but also maybe not pay a huge amount of attention to it, (laughs) um, I think Hammer movies usually fit that bill. Yeah. And they have a really cool look. You know, every now and then we'll look up and we'll see what's on the screen and like, yeah, this feels like, this feels like Halloween or this feels like October, right? Right. Um, But trying to watch a Hammer movie, for me anyway... Mm and focus on it and get through it. <laughs> it's sometimes kind of a slog, and I'm still not 100% sure why. Um, but there, there is that. Well, I agree. I feel like, you know, the pacing is a little sl- slow to, a lot of times in these movies. And the, I don't know. There's, they can be a little dry. They can feel a little dry. But I don't know. There's something about the look of them. There's something about the, the feel of them that I that I really like. But you're right. I think it's best, you know, as you're carving your pumpkin, have this on in the background, or as you're putting on your putting up your decorations, you know this is nice to have in the mm-hmm. background. Um, so I think there's still, though, amongst you know the horror films that we've seen, there are some that are better than others. 
I don't think this is one of the best ones. I, th- I think it compa- it um, certainly pales in comparison to Curse of Frankenstein, the, the first in this series, which I think we reviewed last year, um, which I thought was a much better movie. And interestingly, even though this is supposed to be, I think, a continuation, there's a long, and I mean long, flashback scene in this movie that really doesn't relate to the events of the, the first movie. So it's, it's almost kind of like a little like a little reboot of the, of the Frankenstein, uh, Frankenstein series. But, um, I don't know. I thought it was, it was okay. Like you said, the, the movie looks good. I thought the castle set or the chateau set was cool. The village, the lab looked really cool. So they, they put a lot of time and care into developing the look and the sets. And so everything looks really nice. Um, you know, there's kind of, there's an interesting plot with a hypnotist, that gets kind of gets involved with the creature. That was an interesting twist that I don't think I've seen before with Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, that hypnotist, uh, Zoltan is what his character's name mm-hmm. is. So he's played by British actor, Peter Whitthorpe, who I was curious to see in this because this is about, um, 23 years before I saw him and what I'm familiar with him in, in uh, inspector Morse, where he played Max, the pathologist, um, um, in that series mm-hmm. for a couple of years. So yeah, it was interesting seeing him in this. I, I also was very curious about the relationship <laughs> that Dr. Frankenstein has with his um, manservant Hans, who's played yeah. by Sandor Ellis. Um, Hans, you know, is a handsome young man and obviously, so here's the thing, <laughs> you know, most of these kinds of stories have there, you know, there's the, 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 the main character and then there's the, um, you know, they have a, a servant of some sort mm-hmm. you know, or, or a, an assistant. But in this movie, I wasn't, I wasn't, it, just, it never was quite established what Hans was, why he was so devoted to Frankenstein. I mean, early on in this movie, Frankenstein, he, you know, he's not, he has to go on the run. Mm-hmm. That's why they end up going back to his castle, which he said he'd never go back to. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just a whole series of events in this movie where Frankenstein, you know, he has no money. He, He's a little mad, um, and he keeps changing his mind about everything. And he's not necessarily he not he doesn't have the greatest personality. He's not mm-hmm. very nice. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, huh? What is going on here? Like, what, Hans? <laughs> you, you you need to like you need to like you know get yourself somebody else to hook your wagon to a different star. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good question. I I wondered that myself, but um. Peter Cushing is is really good as as Dr. Frankenstein and he's really good at being this kind of charismatic madman. Yeah. Um That's the thing. I would I would call this I kept thinking while we were watching it like this movie he's not evil. No. He's mad though. I would call this the madness of Frankenstein. Yes. Yes. For sure. Um So the first movie the monster we haven't talked about the the monster. Mm-mm. So the Frank- Frankenstein's monster in the original film, in the first of the Hammer films, mm-hmm. was was played by Christopher Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a new actor here. I didn't think, I don't know, I didn't think it, this Frankenstein monster was quite as interesting. And certainly I felt like the makeup job was not as interesting. The thing I remember so much about the first, the curse of Frankenstein and Christopher Lee's Frankenstein was that he looked really scary. Mm-hmm. I thought. yeah. This one was not quite up to that level, even though it's supposed to be the same monster. <laughs> so this monster is played by Kiwi Kingston. Um, 
and I think he does a, a decent job in the mm-hmm. role. But you're right; they do look different. And mm-hmm. I, and now it's been a year or two since we've seen the other one. And I've stopped since then. But mm-hmm. I, I seem to remember that the Christopher Lee Frankenstein's creature had a unique look. Yeah. It was not the Universal Pictures Frankenstein look. And this one looks more like Universal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I don't think that works as well. No, I don't either. No. I, pr- I much preferred the monster from Curse of Frankenstein. It was very um, disturbing. Yeah. Same here. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's decent. I, 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 you know, you, you could certainly, you could do a lot worse. Mm-hmm. But I, it, it would not be, you know, if you're, necess- if you're not totally familiar with the Hammer horror films and this time of year, I certainly would watch some if I were you. Mm-hmm. Um, this may not be the one to start with. If you want a Frankenstein movie, I would start with Curse of Frankenstein. Yeah. 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 Uh, so what do you give this out of 10? Uh, I give it a 6. Yeah, I give it a 6 as well. Um, so our score is a 6. <laughs> it is on the tomato meter. It has a critic score of rotten 57%. An audience score of thirty six percent. Ouch. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's um, the evil of Frankenstein. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Uh-huh.